0: Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast, followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, Section 8, Chapter 88. The Fathers lived under the same roof, and had but one heart and one soul loving each other with mutual affection. They all endeavored to do what was pleasing to God in every way. Philip governed his disciples with gentleness and kindness, making himself all things to all men, for he was as a father to them, enabling them to carry out their duties more by paternal advice and encouragement than by imperious authority. What was remarkable in him and worthy of imitation is that he hardly ever employed commands and orders so as to get people to do things, but spoke to them in a mild and friendly manner. He was able to exact obedience in carrying out what was necessary, even if it were difficult or disagreeable, through his humorous and gentle admonitions as if he were requesting, rather than requiring, more easily than others attempt to do by direct commands. He won the minds of all in such a way that he could guide them as he wished. Eventually he composed some constitutions in order to introduce structure and form to religious life, establishing them by common consent so that everyone agreed to them readily and with enthusiasm. One of his wise principles was that there is no more certain or safer method of advancing on the way one intends to go than by following an experienced guide. On the other hand, there is nothing more perilous than trying to govern oneself by one's own will, setting aside the authority of the provost. the name of the father and the son the holy spirit amen angels of god our guardians dear to whom god's love commits us here ever this day be at our side to light and guard to rule and guide amen most sacred heart of jesus teacher of teachers have mercy on us saint philip neri gentle guide of youth patron of thy own vessel of the holy ghost Pray for us. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We have to remember that Father Galonio was writing this book in view of new in view of the canonization of St. Philip. But we also have to keep in mind that he knew that oratorians at the time he was writing it, would be reading this. So he writes what he does, partly because the other oratorians will read it. He wants to encourage them. And so tonight he mentions the word provost. Well, the provost is the head of the individual oratorian house. St. Philip was the first provost. And each individual oratorian house has a father, who we call the provost. And he's elected for three years. And he has the task of guiding the house. And St. Philip left an example of guidance, less an example for superiors. In which direct commands are rarely given. So St. Philip was able to get people to obey him by giving very few commands. That's what he told the Pope one day. The Pope asked him, How are you obeyed so well? And he says, It's simple. I give few commands. So, St. Philip had an awareness of the fallenness of the human heart. He had an awareness that it's difficult for human beings to give up their own will. He knew how vainglory, for example, can make us disobedient and contentious. He knew how gluttony can make us. Blind in mind and lacking in generosity. He knew how sloth could make us very hesitant to do something that would seem hard to us. He knew how lust can make people not want to do something if it doesn't involve kind of intimate, friendly connection with others. He knew how anger could make people want to get revenge. He knew how envy could make people happy that other people are not being chosen, set aside. He knew how greed could make people very hesitant to do something that didn't have some personal gain for them in it. In other words, St. Philip understood the fundamental flaws That original sin is introduced into the soul. And he also understood that he didn't want people to get their back up. He didn't want them to refuse. He wanted them voluntarily to go along with what he was suggesting. And so first he had to make sure they knew he cared about him. That he was their father. That he had their best things at heart. And then when he got them to do things, he would do it in a friendly manner, a mild manner, using humor, using gentleness, requesting rather than requiring. So St. Philip would sometimes say, what would you say if I asked you to do this? What would you think about this? Or, you know, this has to be done. I'm not really sure who would be the best person to do it. What would you say if I asked you to do it? He didn't use direct commands, do this, do that. And in this way, St. Philip, the master of the human heart, was able to draw people closer to God and to each other. St. Philip was not manipulating people. This is not about manipulation. This is about being a father who's all things to all men. Who knows exactly what people struggle with, who knows all the dangers that are in our souls, what makes us want to be disobedient. He it's a father who respects our freedom. And so we ask Saint Philip tonight to give us the same spirit of gentleness and kindness. We ask for the grace to be friendly and mild with other people. All of us are under certain people, and all of us have those of which we have to give some commands to. So let us ask St. Philip to pray for us, that we might be obedient to those who command us, we might be wise in recognizing when we're being commanded, but also ask him to pray for us that we might be like him when we have to give commands.